0: hi i'm kayla i'm kaylee and this is the kind of paranoid podcast Woo! <laughs> first episode today we're talking about chris watts mm-hmm. he's a steaming pile of shit mm-hmm. fun fact fun this- fact <laughs> he's a <laughs> steaming pile of shit <laughs> well that also fun fact this is the most searched case in colorado which is where we reside
1: yes and that's why we chose this one today mm-hmm um not because this was like the most interesting or you know whatever
0: it is very recent though
1: it is very recent and i think that it's good to good to touch up on it so that no one ever forgets how much a piece of shit he is Mm -hmm.
0: spooky appetizer is going to be the story that i found off tiktok and i think it really goes with our theme today um that basically men. men are just interesting <laughs> creatures of I was the gonna earth. I'm going to say not it. <laughs> not it making me download Reddit. Exactly me. It's the whole literally ass making ass. me download Reddit. Wow. Per Perb. I'm cutting that out.
1: Um I'm trying to give of some of the statistics from the documentary I watched cuz it was something about men and how Oh yeah, today we we're talking
0: about No, who were we talking about today? Chris Watts. Mm-hmm, lying mm-hmm. sack of shit. Boy. Fucking piece of shit, Chris Watts. Also, um, it is the most searched case in Colorado, which is where we reside. Which is where we reside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of surprised it wasn't John JonBenet Ramsey.
1: Yeah. But I guess it's like... I don't know. Like, obviously, they both happened in Colorado, but i guess that one felt more like personal and it was more recent i Mm -hmm. don't know that makes sense i think
0: it had i think it has to do with like um just it's more recent and it happens a lot more than you think it happens
1: yeah like in the documentary it was saying that um three women in america per day are killed by like a current or ex-partner
0: okay fitting so here's my spooky appetizer so, this is called. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> no, 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 I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, this is interesting. Okay. So, I saw this on TikTok. It was like one of those Minecraft videos. Mm-hmm. So, it's called, I think my I've. God. You know, like the Minecraft. No, I they're doing Minecraft parkour in the back
1: with the fucking robot yeah. voice, guys. Like, so, am I the asshole?
0: <laughs> well, this is, I think I fucked up by admitting to my girlfriend that I pretend she's a giant cockroach when we have sex. Okay. So ever since I was a teenager, I've had very intense fantasies about having sex with a giant roach. (laughs) Okay, my boyfriend lives that fantasy every day. Okay, it started in ninth or tenth grade when we. No, I don't know why that makes it worse. When we read *The Metamorphoses* by France.
1: Okay. I was gonna say, what's the fucking book that we read in like high school or whatever where it has the fucking cockroach on the bed? And it's like, okay, <laughs> you
0: know actually, what I'm about? okay, actually, I think he includes a picture of what he thinks Ogtha looks like at the end.
1: Okay, because I have my okay, so my friend sent me this meme and it was like that cockroach, but it had like giant titties <laughs> on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try to find it, but pull it up. Pull actually,
0: it up. actually, actually, okay. So this is funny. I'll so show it you. I'll show it after he then. actually mentions <laughs> appendages. Just let me continue. So he goes, as I started to think more and more about the roach creature that the character had become, I started to imagine what it would be like if a woman turned into the roach instead. I found this idea very arousing. I would not be repulsed or frightened of her as the characters in the story are. I would take care of her. Then my thoughts started to get sexual with the character. Eventually, I sort of dropped the bit about her having been a human first. And I kind of imagined this fictionalized roach species. They are giant roaches, the size of a person, and have complete intelligence. I kind of over time conjured up an imaginary friend of sorts. She was one of those roaches, and her name was Agtha. Where did he get
1: that name? Is that like a foreign name or something? I don't don't
0: know. know. Maybe he just thinks it's it's a good name for a roach. Mm. Mmm. Agtha. I would I would fantasize her fantasize about her often. Whenever I masturbated, I'd be imagining elaborate scenarios of me and Ogtho making love. Okay. That picture that roach too? Okay. Yeah. That's probably what he yeah, imagined.
1: Supposed... <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Jalen. <laughs>
0: When I started to have actual sex, I found I could not uh dot, 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 perform if I wasn't thinking of Agtha. So basically, now, anytime I have sex with a woman, I am pretending that she is actually Agtha. Not just about Agtha, I concentrate intently to visualize that I actually am doing Agtha. I don't. What does that mean? Do cockroaches <sighs> roaches go- have pussies? I don't know what they have. What genitalia do
1: roaches have? Roaches
0: have? Leave in the comments.
1: Science side of Tumblr, please answer. <laughs>
0: Um, um, I don't want to think about the girl at all. There's only (laughs) Agtha. Of course, this sex can never be as exciting as my full imaginary sessions with Agtha. There are things that her multiple appendages and antenna allow for that a human woman can never match. (laughs) So anyways, 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 anyways. I've been in a relationship with my girlfriend for about a year. Three or four times I've tried to have sex with her and not pretend she's Agtha. (laughs) But I just can't do it. So essentially, every time we have sex, I'm imagining she is Agtha. I finally confided this to her the other day, and I was blown away by her reaction.
1: I can't imagine. (laughs) I can't even imagine.
0: I could not imagine if my boyfriend like brought that up to me. You're with him
1: for a year, and he's like, by the way,
0: (laughs) I have sexual fantasies about roaches.
1: Them titties? Absolutely not.
0: I want you to have an antenna. (laughs) Do you think that he like asked her?
1: When I on your back, I want to be hard and crunchy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that like for Halloween he was like, babe?
1: Oh my god! Like the year before, so I yeah. Like, I raise anything. He's like, you know, <laughs> that's like a really weird idea. <laughs> you really the idea.
0: Um, I thought she'd might take it a bit badly at first, but that she'd get used to it. No, I've never seen such a look of disgust before. Outrage is not an understatement. She is not even returning my texts now. <laughs> I'm afraid she's actually going to break up with me. <laughs> and also that she's going to tell people about Agtha. Oh shit. I could not he has a name for it too. Like could you imagine? That's what I'm like saying.
1: It? This is worse than like the fuck like the like the music guy, <laughs>
0: the C fat. Yeah. At this least he was thinking about her. <laughs> I don't know how I will face anyone. This is going to sound silly, but I also feel guilty about feeling shame as if Agtha would be saddened by this. Even though though I know she is imaginary. I just don't know what to do at this point. That's it. The end.
1: No no girlfriend update.
0: Um, there's probably an update, but I've not looked into it, so let us know in the comments. But (laughs) like
1: and subscribe and let us know down below if you Mm. want an Okta (laughs) update.
0: Yeah, we will include it in the next podcast. Yeah. But that is insane. We'll put it in the show notes honestly i don't even think an update really matters because like if she didn't break up with him
1: what if she comes back and she's like i would think for snakes
0: what if <laughs> what if Agatha's like it's true i was the roach <laughs> <laughs> her on the wall. you know those mini
1: microphones Or like the tiktoks where they put them up to dogs mm-hmm. it's like that
0: fucking cockroach <laughs> well i imagine like okay like imagine the scenario right like You're with your boyfriend and like you're sitting on the couch and a fucking roach goes across and he's he's like, like Like, straight up like (laughs) he starts screaming and "Uh -uh." (laughs) he screams himself. (laughs) Why are you hard? (laughs) You think it's the character you're watching in the movie, but it's the fucking roach.
1: Like, you're like, man, like, he, like, he gets to like, go hard when I scream. Maybe he's, like, into BDSM or like, <laughs> It's just the roach.
0: I don't think you would ever expect, like, if your boyfriend was like, let's sit down. I need to tell you something.
1: I'd be like, please just, like, please tell me you cheated on me. <laughs> like, if you heard anything that. Anything else? Yeah. Literally anything else. Like, I think I would rather hear, like,
0: I cheated on you or, like, I robbed a bank. Would you rather get murdered by your husband or masturbate or he masturbates to a roach? No. <laughs> Neither. Neither ne- none of above. None of the above. I need to sippy That was Oh my God.
1: So, yeah. So, we'll start here. Chris Watts was born May 16th, 1985. Okay. So, this is going to be the episode where I try not to say um the whole goddamn time. So he was married to Shanann Watts, who was born January tenth, nineteen 1984. She was born in New Jersey. They both moved to North Carolina. They met on Facebook in 2010, and they were married in 2012. At the time that they met, Shanann had been diagnosed with lupus. She just gotten out of a bad relationship, and her meeting Chris was kind of like her saving grace to her. She was very active on social media. Um, She was always posting about her family's life. They lived in Frederick, Colorado. Um, She posted a lot about her two daughters, Bella, who was born December 17th, 2013, and Celeste, who went by Cece, who was born July 17th, 2015. At the time of this case, um, August 13th, 2018. So, at the time... Nicole Atkinson and Shanann had just returned from a trip to Arizona. She was trying to get a hold of Shanann all morning. She had a doctor's appointment at 9 a.m. that she had missed, and she had texted her a couple times after that, and she's growing concerned. So she did call the police around 1.40 p.m. on August 13th. So Nicole and Shanann had just returned from a work conference in Arizona, And Shanann had just returned from a six week long trip to North Carolina with her daughters. Now Shanann's car was in the driveway. She had missed her doctor's appointment. And at this point she calls the police. She calls Chris and they all arrive to their home at 2825 Saratoga Trail. Chris welcomes the police inside. And all of this whole thing is caught on the police cam like body or the body cam, you know? It's really interesting wild to watch especially like once you realize how this case unfolded you can literally watch it unfold um in the house chris noted that Shannan's phone purse and her wedding ring were all left in the home inside of her purse contained her medication and the kids medication which is something she would obviously not leave at home the kids car seats were also left in the home so you know she couldn't have taken them anywhere Um, and then chris actually noted that the girls blankets were gone and that that's something that they always left the house with and in one source um that i found Shanann said that she was leaving with the girls like chris said that she said that but he couldn't tell them what friend or where she was going or why she was taking them yeah he was just like Oh, yeah, she said she was, like, taking the girls to a friend, but obviously that was sus. So, in the home, um, he says that they didn't have an argument, but that they did have an emotional conversation the night before, which I don't totally know what that means, if it doesn't Mm. mean argument. And then they did ask the neighbor if they had seen Shanann or the girls, and he said that he had not seen them, but that he did have, uh, like, driveway cameras, that were pointed in the direction of their house and that they should be able to show something. So they go over to the house and the cameras show uh, Chris going to his truck. He pulled it into the garage and then he left. And this was about five seventeen in the morning. This was around the time that he would typically leave for work. So he was like, yeah, that was just, you know, I was loading up my stuff and that was it. So one thing that was noted though, was that Shanann or the girls were never seen leaving from that camera. So, that was weird. And the police officer ends up telling Chris that he can go home and he's like, you know, we'll call you with any more information or you call us and, you know, we'll be in touch. At this point, they're at the neighbors. And the second Chris leaves, his neighbor is like, um, absolutely not. And I have this quote where he says, He's not acting right at all. He's never fidgety, never rocking back and forth, and he never loads his stuff in and out of the garage, ever. He never talks, so the fact that he's over here blobbing his mouth makes me suspicious. Mm -hmm. I love this neighbor. His name is Nate. Yeah. He's my favorite person. He already (laughs) knows what's going on. His intuition? Killing it. Mm -hmm. So this is Chris's story. He woke Shannon up... Shanann, sorry. He woke Shanann up in the morning, um, or shortly after she came home can't totally find the time um but basically that he woke her up or at some point in that time they were gonna like discuss their marriage which i feel like is a really weird time to discuss your marriage yeah, <laughs> like have,
0: like a like m- moment <laughs> yeah at 5 a.m like
1: yeah whether or not i was awake or not if my boyfriend tried to talk to me at like three not in having. the morning about our relationship i be like what the hell is wrong with you yeah
0: um
1: but i guess he says that Shannon asked if he was cheating And then he says no, denies it, and then he leaves for work around 5.15 to his place of employment at Anadarko Oil and Gas. Now, August 14th, 2018, um, scent dogs are brought to the home, missing posters are put up, a local news station comes to Chris's house and interviews him, and he pleads on the news for his family um, to safely return or, you know give them kind of any sign that they're okay, and he says, I hope she's somewhere safe with the kids. If someone has them and they're not safe, I want them back now. Now, August 15th, 2018, the next day, two days since they've been missing, Chris agrees to a polygraph test, and this is personally my favorite part of the whole thing, because the polygraph administrator is wonderful, and I love her she says it would be stupid for him to be there if he had anything to do with her disappearance and she says this to him and Mm -hmm. obviously like everything else this is all on recording like in the interview room and he says you know like of course i had nothing to do with it and she's like it would be really stupid for you to be here if you had anything to do with this he's like "Yeah. yeah yeah for sure yeah totally thinking he's gonna get
0: away with it
1: he's just stupid he's just stupid and a direct quote from her is, she says, The cool thing is that there's one person in this room that knows what happened, and in five minutes, there'll be two of us. <laughs> that's a... That's a First of all, Queen. Yeah. Second of all, Bestie, you are so right, because... <laughs> Girl, are you about to know? So, around this point, Nicole Kessinger came to the police after seeing Shanann's post on Facebook revealing that she was about 14 to 15 weeks pregnant. Um, she then confessed that her and Chris were romantically involved. Ooh, riveting, riveting. So she was Chris's coworker. Um, I'll kind of get into that a little bit. Always but a coworker. It's always a co f- coworkers, bro.
0: Watch your coworkers.
1: Watch your coworkers. Watch your psychopath husbands. Um, she had started working for the company in around June of that year of 2018. Chris had told her that him and Shanann were separating, and he never told her about the pregnancy. And she says that this disgusted her when she found out that Shanann was pregnant.
0: Um, did it not disgust her that he was married with kids? See, I was thinking that, too.
1: Because, like, they always use that excuse. Like, oh, we're separating.
0: Yeah. If it's not in paper. If it's not in paper and happening. Well, because, like, even if you're not fully divorced yet, have you moved on?
1: okay well that part too like Mm -hmm. like what are you waiting for you know like okay you're separating like i know like legally it takes a long time but i mean come on bro yeah and it's like even if they were separating he still lived with her and his kids like i don't know in my opinion doesn't make any sense but you know is what it is um it was revealed that Chris spent most of the time that Shanann and the girls were on that trip in North Carolina with Nicole. So, this same day, obviously, Chris fails the polygraph. Shocker. Not surprising. And he insists that he's not lying and that he had nothing to do with it. The polygraph administrator comes in. She says, the polygraph shows you're lying. I think you already knew that. But now we just want to know why. And he's like,
0: I didn't do it. Yeah.
1: Um, and then I also found in one source that a failing score on the polygraph is negative four and that Chris scored a negative 18. <laughs> so he literally lied about every single question except for his name. And I, <laughs> and he's going to sit there and be like, no, I don't have anything to do with
0: it. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was just nervous.
1: Christopher. Be real. Be
0: real. Be Fucking for real.
1: And people believed him. Like people in the media were blaming Shanann and like harassing her family, saying that like she was, you know, a bitch or whatever, and like drove him away. And like, like I don't really know what kind of story they were trying to concoct, but people were like blaming her. And frankly, I think you're an asshole if you did. So now let's talk about the North Carolina trip. So like seven-ish weeks before, um, this all happened. Shanann and the girls went on a trip to North Carolina for six weeks where CeCe's birthday and Shanann's mother's birthday were being celebrated. And during this trip, there was an argument between Shanann and Chris's mom, Cindy. Wait for it. Because she tried to give the girls ice cream that was, like, pistachio ice cream and, like, walnut ice cream or some shit. And they some sources i saw that both of them had allergies but regardless cc at least had severe allergies to nuts
0: and that's such weird <laughs> fucking ice cream to give a child here
1: three-year-old you want some pistachio ice cream i've never met a toddler that wanted walnut or pistachio no. and like i couldn't find exactly what type of ice cream it was but like regardless it had nuts in it and it's like how do you first of all how do you not know like that's your own grandkid and also...
0: Or at least, like, why wouldn't you ask? That's what I'm
1: saying. Like, why wouldn't you ask? Like, I, I don't know. I feel like she was just, like, selfish. And, like, she thought if she asked, then it would come off like she didn't know her grandkids. Yeah. Obviously, she didn't. But... um, So, that fight happened. She claimed she didn't know about the allergies. Shanann was rightfully pissed. And she had told Chris, you know, like, you need to talk to your parents. Like, this is unacceptable. And kind of from this point on, she kind of noticed Chris being weird. So, there was also another argument during this trip that happened because Chris was failing to reach out during the entire trip. Obviously, now we know because he was with Nicole, but there were texts showing that, you know, she was like, you haven't reached out to me, you haven't reached out to the kids, you haven't answered the calls, you haven't whatever... And his excuses were always, like, I didn't see it, it was late, it was whatever. And, like, normal cheater-ass excuses, but also, like, those are your whole-ass kids. You know what I mean? Like, even if you don't love your wife anymore, don't be an asshole to your kids. So, during this time, Chris was also becoming extremely devoted to fitness. Interesting. (laughs) He was getting absolutely jacked for no reason.
0: Oh. Well. Well. Well, mm.
1: but I mean, weird. weird. I don't know. Like, I just feel like, like, you're going to look, you're going to put that much effort into, like, looking good for someone else. I don't know. Yeah, like, it's not, well, it's,
0: that's, that's what I'm saying. saying not
1: it, it, you know? Well, no, no, no. Yeah. But, like, it's not like he was just, like, buying better clothes or, like, getting a new haircut. Like, <laughs> like this man was just always working out. It was weird. So texts between Shanann and her friend show that she didn't feel thought about or cared about and that she suspected that he was cheating and obviously the friend was like you know you're being paranoid like don't worry about it and Chris actually flew out for the last week of the trip and according to Shanann he barely paid her any attention and he refused sex with her so she was like he's not texting me the whole time he's not calling me the whole time he flies out here i think he she said that he like, he like hugged her and that was it and that he didn't kiss her and that she like tried to initiate sex mm-hmm. and that he pretty much refused and i i could be totally wrong but i think in one of the sources it said that like she was texting her friend because she was so upset and he was like doing push-ups
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like that's so not funny like i feel so bad for her but i just look at him and i'm like what are you doing bro yeah. like i don't know You know when you're, like, playing The Sims 4 and, like, you're trying to do literally anything and then your sim just starts doing push-ups and you're like, (coughs) what are are you doing? doing? That's how it feels. Chris is just, like, an unattended sim. (laughs) So, after the North Carolina trip... They've got the
0: extreme violence mod downloaded. (laughs)
1: Extreme violence. (laughs) Wicked whims. (laughs) So, after the North Carolina trip, Shanann and Nicole went... Nicole Atkinson, her friend went on a trip to Arizona. They left August 9th. It was for um, like a work conference, I think. She did leave a note expressing how happy she was to still be working on the marriage with Chris. So before she left, she left this note that was like, I love you so much. So let her work on our marriage. Um, You know, I felt like things were really good last night. And, you know, she was very hopeful. And so August 11th, two days into the trip, chris and nicole kessinger go on a date to lazy dog where he used their joint credit card and he spent 65 dollars on the date he had told Shanann that he was going to a rockies game obviously she was suspicious because she was like okay you know sure you go to lazy dog you get some food you have a beer or two but like why the hell are you spending 65 dollars you know mm-hmm. so again like she there's texts of her texting her friends and being like what the hell, you know, I think he's cheating, I think he's lying, and he's denying everything. Now, around <coughs> 1.45 a.m., are you done? <laughs> <coughs> okay, we that last one. <laughs> So, around 1.45 a.m., on August 13th, Shanann is dropped off at home by Nicole Atkinson, and that leaves us where we are now. She was the last person to um, see her other than Chris. Now... Chris, during the interview, had asked for his dad.
0: Wait, do you mean a different name? He said Nicole dropped her off.
1: No, it is Nicole. I keep—I almost get mixed up. They're both named Nicole. So his girlfriend is Nicole Kessinger, and then Shanann's friend is Nicole Atkinson. I might just start using their last names. Oh, this might get confusing. Oh. God, where was it? Oh, okay. So, during the interview at the police station, Chris had asked for his dad his whole ass dad and they brought his dad in from North Carolina and he started telling him you know I didn't know what to do I didn't know what to do and he's like what are you talking about and you can kind like I he could have come up with this before but I feel like watching the video of the interview I feel like I can like see the wheels turning basically he tells his dad that Shannan that he saw Shannan hurt the kids that he smothered them and so he killed her in a fit of rage i feel like the story was literally made right then and there on the spot
0: um i agree because i remember watching that and he his dad kind of suggested that he was like did she hurt the kids like that's that was kind of suggested to, oh yeah i didn't even catch that so, so that was kind of like suggested to him and he kind of like took it and ran that's my theory he was like yeah that yeah he's like shit
1: dad you're right he's such a dumbass so he tells his dad that she hurt the kids and that he hurt her so at this point he admits to hurting her but or like killing her and he lies about why and he says to his dad like she hurt the kids so i had to kill her and his dad's like what and he's like i had i hurt she hurt the kids so i had to hurt her and like he kind of like corrects himself but at that point it's like he done fucked up, you know, he said it. So, immediately, everyone's, like, bullshit, Uh, like, nobody believes him, I think maybe his dad did for a second, I don't know, like, that's his kid, so it's, you know, it's what it is, but the detectives obviously didn't believe him, so they end up getting the real story out of him, and let me fast forward a second. (laughs) So, August 16th, um, the girls' bodies were found, um, and Shanann's, obviously, all of them, and there was a sheet found on the site that Chris said that Shanann had been wrapped in, and that they were at the work site that he was at on uh, Monday the 18th, or the 13th, sorry, and that was site survey 319 at the Oil and Gas Company, and they had asked where... Everyone was, you know, located or buried, and he said that Shanann was buried, but that the girls' bodies were in oil tanks. Um, so, obviously, like, trigger warning, child, Murder. yeah, I don't even know how to, like, say that gently, but, like, you know, stuff with kids, and violence, and Chris is an asshole. So... What had actually happened was after, or according to Chris, so this is the story that he gave that he was like, okay, this is what actually happened. Um, Shannan arrived home around 2 a.m. Her and Chris had sex consensually, and that shortly after, he told her that things weren't going to work out and that he didn't love her anymore. She said that he wouldn't see the kids again. You know, obviously she was upset. Like, I can't even imagine, like, going on a trip for you know a while and coming home and like having sex with my husband and then immediately after he's like i don't love you anymore like are you kidding me i don't know i, I just yeah. i can't even imagine so she starts saying that he wouldn't see the kids again he started choking her in a fit of rage um bella then walked in and asked what's wrong with mommy he wrapped shenan's body in a sheet and put her body in his back seat as well as um bella and cc when they arrived on the site he then smothered cc and bella and he then buried Shannon and placed the girls into oil tanks and he said that the car ride there they held each other the whole time that is so sad i know it like literally makes me want to cry and you see like the pictures of them and stuff and they were just like the sweetest little kids. like i can't even imagine doing that to a kid let alone like your own kid i yeah. just
0: it makes no sense to me and and they were like truly innocent bison, it's like, yeah, they no, had they nothing didn't to and do with it,
1: obviously, he didn't have to kill Shanann. He didn't have to kill anyone, Mm-mm. but like, I feel like he killed Shanann, and then he was like, I have to well, kill shit, him. you know yeah. what I mean, and it's like i don't I don't know, nobody had to die, but it's like you could have stopped, you know so um august twenty first twenty eighteen He was charged with nine criminal counts, including murder, unlawful termination of a pregnancy, and tampering with dead bodies. And he couldn't recall if the girls struggled, but Michael Rourke, who was the Weld County District Attorney, revealed that Bella fought back for her life, and that the autopsy showed defensive wounds, and that she had bitten her tongue several times before she died. So she very much did fight back. And he was like, I don't know. That's really sad. He's just an asshole, yeah. dude. Like, this whole story
0: is just really sad. This
1: whole story is sad, and you just, like, look at his face, and you hear him speak, and you literally just want to punch him in the throat. Like, mm-hmm. um, he also couldn't recall the difficulty of getting the girls into the tanks and said he didn't want to talk about it, but it was revealed that he had to squeeze them through an eight-inch opening to get them into the tanks, mm. and that they found a tuft of blonde hair in the opening of one of the tanks. That is awful. So, obviously... It wasn't just, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many pieces of this and steps of this where he's just like, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't want to talk about it. And it's like, you had to do so much to get here, you know? Well, that's
0: crazy because, like, how is there no blood or, like, you know? know, Yeah. I'm sorry. That's graphic, but.
1: Well, no, I. That's what I'm saying. I don't. I can't even imagine being like. Like the forensics team going onto that site and having to find two little girls and seeing like their hair. Like, oh my god, it gives me fucking chills, dude. I don't know. Yeah. Even... So, November 6, 2018, Chris pleads guilty. And November 19th, 2018, Chris is sentenced to five life sentences without the possibility for parole, plus 36 years for tampering with dead bodies and 48 years for unlawful termination of a pregnancy. And on the stand, Chris's mom, <laughs>
0: fucking hate this bitch.
1: Gets on and she's like, "I don't know what led us here. I don't know why you would do such a thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I forgive you." Wow. Thanks, Cindy. Because
0: you're totally the person
1: in this situation.
0: I'm glad you forgive him. Like, I don't think she realizes she can go to jail the next day and be like, "I forgive you, son." But like, Like you, for what? You, you but you know. can't, can't do that for, for the kids in mother that died in this situation
1: well that's what i'm saying it's like he didn't he didn't hurt you you know like shenan's family isn't you know what i mean like you have no right pretty much yeah i forgive you for killing your wife and kids absolutely not if my son did that disowned i'd be like who is that yeah i hate him i don't know who that is so um luckily in november of 2019 Shanann's family sued Chris to ensure that he never profits from any, like, documentaries or books or anything that are made. Mm -hmm. So, that's really good, at least. Um, I think that's most of... kind of, like, the whole story. Um, I'm just gonna talk about a couple other things that, like, didn't totally fit into, like, the timeline of things, but that I wanted to mention. Yeah. Um, so, Nicole Kessinger, his girlfriend or you know side chick or whatever Um, she was found looking at wedding dresses for about two to three hours online and so it is theorized that the affair was going on for longer than anyone let on because at this point allegedly they had only been dating for six weeks Mm -hmm. so
0: I don't know I feel like um, especially with Chris, I feel like he was super like lustful with her. Yeah. And like he was and I and she might have been going through the same thing, but like not in the same way Chris was. Like he was feeling murderous and she was like, Oh my god, what if we get married?
1: Yeah. Like he he was probably like, We're separating, I'm gonna give you this, I'm gonna give you that, we can have this, we can have that, like Yeah.
0: But it really puts it into question like her intentions too. Yeah Cause she had said too
1: that she like didn't really want kids or at least that she like she wasn't totally in love with the idea of chris having kids from another marriage before which is
0: weird to mention
1: weird to mention but according to her she never mentioned this to chris Mm -hmm. now i don't know if i believe that however i do feel like it's weird to bring up if you were guilty about it
0: you know what I mean? Well, this case was super interesting. If there's anything you want us to do next, please leave it in the comments below. Chris Watts. Lying sack of shit. Fuck you, Chris. Watts. Fuck Chris Watts. Fuck Chris Watts. I. Well, what? like and subscribe. To, to our YouTube, YouTube channel? To our YouTube channel. Not- Follow our TikTok, okay. our Instagram, all of our socials. I was going
1: to say, we'll do. We'll do that Because I think our website Is the only one that's Podcast And not pod mm-hmm. Yeah So we can say Send us an email mm-hmm. At Kind of paranoid pod At gmail.com Not podcast Pod mm-hmm. Follow us on Instagram Kind of paranoid pod TikTok Kind of paranoid pod
0: All the socials
1: <laughs> I think <laughs> We're not really
0: Doing the Facebook But it's it's there Yeah
1: I think that's it Yeah YouTube channel Kind of Paranoid podcast? I don't even
0: think of it yet. It's good. We'll have it there. We'll have it
1: it there eventually. Chris Watts is one of many reasons to stay kind of paranoid. Bitch.